0: What's up, it's D, and today we're going to be going over the five easiest shortcuts to a 100% drug-free A1C without any exercise whatsoever. I know that's going to sound crazy, so you know what, let's just get right into it. What I'm really going to do here is I'm going to take years of trial and error, going diet after diet, diet after diet, and finally just getting to a point where I'm just like, dude, I just want to be myself, and really just kind of like yanking the covers back in ways that I absolutely hope shortcut things for you and really just kind of make things easy as possible, right? Because in the real game of life, the real, real, real game of life, there really are no shortcuts, right? But in the same breath, can we make it easier on ourselves? Can we um, learn from others? Can we take the common sense staring us all in the face and use that as a way to cut the fluff, cut the crap, cut the extra hoops and all the other baggage that can cause so many other people to fail, and unfortunately, call, cause a lot of us to do everything from binge, eat, go sideways, and go down a lot of weird, deep, dark paths that we don't need to. Now, I say this in light because that obviously, with other whatever the the uh, you know the eating style is, um, I'll tell you right now, I lift them all up because they all have something good within them. All I really want to do here right now is share with you how I was able to shortcut. If you were to like take me back to square one, dang near 10 years ago, okay, and say, like, I was walking out of the, you know, the doctor's office, Um, actually, I was was diagnosed in the ER, walking out of the ER, being diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic, and not knowing what that meant, going home and finding out that type 2 diabetes can lead to everything, if not controlled, to everything from, like, you know kidney failure, heart disease, you know, coronary disease, right? That's everything from, from heart attacks, um, strokes, hypertension, um, you know, amputations, going deaf, going blind. And usually, what well, we all kind of like the, the big elephant in the room is that normally it's not one of these things that takes us down. It's typically a, it's it's a, it's a handful of these things that ultimately drag people down and has made type 2 diabetes, you know, basically what it is um, today. And so, um, what I'm going to be doing here is really just kind of like giving you what I would give myself, because now looking back, I think I could figure my way out. If I knew what you're about to get here instead of like, you know, seven years that it took me to figure this stuff out, I'd probably be able to flatline the entire thing you know, in just a couple of weeks. All right. And so here is how we go. And here's what we do. So anyway, before I do that, uh, let me tell you right now, look, if you're a type two diabetic Know right now that you are absolutely not alone, that you have every single thing within you to crush. Type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you, okay? My goal here more than anything is to lift you up, all right? Lift you up, give you some love, give you some support, give you some information that I absolutely wish that somebody would have given me because I sincerely believe the faster that we flatten the learning curve, lift each other up and help each other out, The faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster we change the world together. So let's get right down to the boogie. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. One last thing before I forget. One last thing. Look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a researcher. I'm none of these folks who like reads, you know, actually, no, I would say that I read a lot of clinical information and case studies because yes, I did go down that path for years. I'm still a huge fan of it. However... What makes me different from all these other folks wrapped together is that I live and die on the front lines, okay? I have the metabolic condition that these people only study about and talk about and deal with through other people. No, I have it. And I am living on the front lines, probably just like you, okay? Not that these are bad people, but that's probably what makes me different. That being said, I don't practice science. I don't practice medicine, Look, I don't even practice guitar and I definitely don't practice Spanish, okay? So no, right now, I'm just a regular dude and all dietary changes to like any, actually any change, okay, to your breathing patterns, to your food, to your medicine, to your whatever must and always must and only come from your doctor's care, okay? Um, May this inspire you and even if all you do is laugh at my... Shortcomings and some of the things that I'm going to share with you right now, in the hopes that maybe you can see where I ran myself into a wall, may them serve you well, even if it's just entertainment and for only informational purposes only. All right. Any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm just a regular dude. All right. Here we go. Right down with the boogie. So, starting with number one, eat from what I call the four pillars. And I'm going to give you a bunch of not only context, but resources and ways that if people are like, no, oh, you need to eat this way, that you can shortcut the whole thing right in front of their face. Okay. So here we go. Now, um, eating the four pillars, here's basically the snapshot of it all. Okay. So if you don't know my journey, I basically started off when I was first diagnosed, I basically started off vegan. Okay. High five to the vegan folks. However, for me, my blood panel blew up in my face. If you want to see how and why that happened, I cover it in the uh, the 21-day challenge, okay? Um, that led me then, you know, I basically gave up for a few years and then I got back on the horse. That led me to slow carb, slow carb, paleo, paleo to keto, keto, then ultimately led me to zero carb, okay? When I was doing zero carb, um, I still try to do it kind of like keto style. So uh, I was trying to hit fat macros and stuff like that and what better animal to do that than you know, a pig, right? Um, long story short, uh, my blood panel blew up in my face again. My blood sugar was high. I ate zero carbohydrates just to find a post uh, on Zero Carb Zen, the pork post, um, You know zerocarbzen.com backslash pork, and found that not only non-diabetics, but type 2 diabetics specifically had um, blood sugar readings as high as 170. And, um, you know, um, inflammation markers, uh, issues with inflammation, I think, and even um, fasting high blood sugars the day after just to find out I'm one of those type 2 diabetics that have a bad taking to pork. So I literally went from the vegan extreme, blew up in my face, zero carb, blew up in my face, keto did well, paleo did pretty awesome. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I literally got to this place where I was doing keto for a while. kind of like fell back on keto for a while, kind of like a safety blanket, but if I could be real here, I did that for about three years, and I got to the point where I was just like, "You know what, dude, like, I just want to be myself. you know, if I could be really, really honest. I love all the different things. like when I did paleo, I dropped like 75 pounds. Um, a lot of it wasn't even really trying. I was just playing with food. Um, When I did keto, I got really nerded out on like, you know, science and numbers and, and the research and, and people pushing the envelope, which I'm a huge fan of to this day, I will always be a fan of that. Um, In the same breath, you know, when I turned everything around. Um, I was actually cleaning through some things and I found some of my old vegan stuff and I held, I bought a lot of books, I bought a doc, bought a bunch of documentaries, I bought a juicer. And ironically, I threw, when I blew up in my face, I, th- I gave it all away or I threw it all away except for a couple of things. And one day I was cleaning through this stuff when I ran into a couple of these things and, um, I have to be real here, you know? I could, there's no way, even though that it didn't work for me, there's no way that I can go back to these vegan folks, these doctors, these scientists, and these, these people that helped other people just like you and I turn them, turn their lives around. And like, what was I going to do? Like tell them like, Hey, awesome job on turning your life around and getting a good blood panel. Like, what am I going to do? Have they have the same metabolic condition I do? What am I gonna do, slap them in the face and tell them they're an idiot and they're doing it wrong? Like, no, if they're happy, like that's what matters. You know what I mean? And I just couldn't do that. And... <clears throat> I got to the point where I was like, I just wanted to be myself and I got to free myself, but I didn't know how to do it. And so here's how I did it. Okay. Ironically, this just really kind of dawned on me when I was at Costco of all places. I'm at Costco, I'm on the phone with my wife and I'm asking, her, I'm standing in the fridge on a Saturday. Okay. Like I'm recording this during COVID-19 times where it's like, you know, everyone's social distancing, nowhere, no one's nowhere near as uh, in the stores as they once were. But when I was there that day, if you've ever been to a Costco on a Saturday pre-COVID-19, It's like a human ant farm, okay? And I live in Orange County. So, like, just a huge melting pot. I guarantee you, inside of Costco, at that time, you're going to probably run into vegans. There's a lot of CrossFit places. A lot of people doing, uh, you know, paleo. And then, obviously, you know, keto is on its boom at that time. And, uh, you know, um, it just... You're going to see everybody in there. I'm standing inside of this fridge, and these people going around me like a human ant farm... And ironically, I looked down at, I was looking down with my wife and I see this box of spinach. Okay. Now look, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I'm like, wait a minute, spinach. I'm like, spinach. I'm like, wait a minute. I ate spinach when I was vegan. I ate it doing slow carb, paleo and keto. Right. The only time I didn't really eat those kind of greens when, was when I was zero carb. Right. I was like. Uh, okay. Right. And I'm like, and then right next to that was like these pre-made Cobb salads. Okay. A pre-made Cobb salad. Or I think it was a, yeah, I think it was a Cobb salad. And I looked down, I'm looking and I'm talking to my wife and the ingredients caught my eye. I'm like, okay, they had eggs and they had cheese in it. And I'm like, all right, look, when it's not a, you know, save the animals thing and, you know, That's not my fight. I love animals. We have an English bulldog. She's like the family baby, but I, you know, I eat animal-based protein, whatever. I think if you go to a family barbecue and you want a hot dog or a hamburger, I don't think it makes you a bad person. I think it makes you human. But anyways, it's not my fight, you know? And high five to the people that that are all fighting for animals and stuff like that. That's cool. Just not my fight, if I can be honest. Um, And so... I'm looking at these eggs and these cheese. and I'm like, all right, on the opposite side of the diet spectrum. When it doesn't come to like saving animals and stuff like there's vegetarians that can eat some cheese. There's vegetarians that can eat that that might have some eggs, some chopped up eggs on their, you know, hard boiled egg on their on their salad. Like, huh. Right. And I was like, well, I ate eggs. When I was zero carb, I ate eggs when I was keto, paleo, slow carb. I'm like, wait a minute here. I literally just, between two dishes, I went from one side of the spectrum clearly to the other. And I was like, wait a minute here. What? Right? So then I went home and I started looking at all these different diets that um, have uh, people talked about on these different Facebook groups, and I even even if I ignore the entire internet, and I just looked at like the book section on Amazon. There's a lot, right? There's like Mediterranean pescatarian, paleo Pritikins. There's Whole Thirty, right? The thirty day reset, right? There's keto, carnivore. Um, there is uh, pescatarian. I mean, there's so many different bloody diets out there. There's, um, Dr. Mark Hyman's blood sugar solution. There's, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, uh blood type diet, right? There's Dr. Bernstein's, uh, um, um, the guide to, uh, you know, normal blood sugars, right? And I'm like, dude, there's all these bloody books. And, <clears throat> So I did probably what we all did. I started it back at square one. And here are some things that you can do. Okay. Um, here's the funny thing. Okay. Feel free right now, if you have a second, go online and Google. The gro- do what we all do when we start a diet. Google the grocery list. Okay. Google the grocery list of any diet. Okay. In fact, any of those diets that I just listed off, Google all that stuff. Because that, that, that's what I did. OK, Google all of that stuff. And here's what I did. When I first did this, I did this with like paleo and like whole 30. Right. I'm like looking at I, I, I was like, OK, well, cool. Like I'm not the brightest guy in the world. Right. So I started off with one super simple, stupid blood sugar question. I basically said, hey, look, I'm a type two diabetic. Right. And I'm not the brightest guy in the world. But I'm like, what does my doctor look at when they tell me I do a good job or a bad job? My blood sugar numbers, right? Like my A1C, right? How was I diagnosed? My blood sugar numbers. If they were ever to like alter my medicine or take me off medicine, which my doctor did a while back, what did they look at? My A1C. Well, what's an A1C? It's our blood sugar average, right? Now, look, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I went to fifth grade, right? Like I remember what an average was. And the only reason why I say that is because this dawned on me when my daughter came to me, and we're gonna go more into this here in a second, when she was in fifth grade learning her averages, and I remember to the T. She had three numbers and it said, find the average. It was three, four, five. And I'm like, all right, babes, this is super simple. All you do is you take all the numbers, the high numbers, the low numbers, and all the numbers in between, and you divide it by this total by you know by the total number of units. And I'm like, let's do it right now, babes. I'm like, three. Four and five. She's like, yeah. So I'm like, add three plus four. She's like, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, cool. Seven plus 12. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm like, cool. There's twelve, right? So that's that's the total, right? She's like, yeah, daddy. I'm like, okay, cool. How many numbers did we did we just count? She goes, she goes. There's three, four, and five. So that's three total numbers. I'm like, all right. So take three or take twelve and divide it by three. And she goes, the answer is four, daddy. I'm like, yeah. That's how you get an average, babes. And what's weird is is that that's that little super simple. Fifth grade math question made the light bulb go off in my head, okay? So I was like, all right, what foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar? Because if I'm a type 2 diabetic, right, and type 2 diabetes, if not controlled, can lead to everything from going deaf, blind, heart attack, kidney failure, stroke, amputation, you know, all this other stuff, and I don't want that to happen to me. I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but what foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar or spike it very little, Okay, I literally took a highlighter out. <clears throat> I then started going through the paleo list because I started in the middle because I did paleo and that was kind of like a safety blanket for me, right? So I started highlighting all these foods. I flipped the page and I looked at Whole30, okay? Whole30 is almost like the the, the brother and they're almost like brother and sister with paleo. They're so similar, right? Uh, asked the same super, super, uh, super simple stupid blood sugar question, highlighted a bunch of foods, looked at the foods and I was like, these foods, These foods are like the exact same, right? Like, dude, these foods are, I was like, wait, what? Right? But at the same time, like I said earlier, if you know anything about paleo and Whole30, they're like brother and sister diet, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe that's probably why. So I went a completely different direction and I looked at Pritikins, okay? Now, look, if you don't know Pritikins, you probably remember it from the 80s because remember back in the days when they'd have like these like morning uh, exercise or like jazzercise aerobics videos, like N1 and two, and three. And then like the last like five, 10, 15 minutes, they'd have like nutrition corner or like diet 101 or whatever. They'd be like, all right, today folks, we're going lean, meaning clean. Remember that? And they'd have like a like a green salad with like a piece of like, you know, chicken breast. And then off to the side, they'd have like a little piece of fruit or something, right? Well, little did they like ever give any credit. Um, and these people are not paying me to say this, okay? Um, that's actually the Pritikins protocol, okay? Uh, Pritikins, P-R-I-T, Pritikins. Um, I-K-I-N-S, if you want to look them up. Um, Phenomenal Group. Again, they are not paying me to tell you this. However, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. Like if you go from like Chinese food, fried chicken and ice cream to that, it's probably going to change your life. Right. So I'm like, okay. I didn't want that. And I I highlighted foods. 70 to 80 percent of these foods are the exact same. And I'm like what? You know what I mean? I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, if you don't know anything about the Pritikins folks, just so you know, they have two treatment centers. One, in again, they're not telling me to say this, I'm just saying this as context, and feel free to Google this stuff, right? They have one in uh, Florida and one in California, okay? And I live here in California, okay? So yeah, I'm in the U.S., okay? And at the same time, like, uh, you know, paleo, because of the CrossFit thing and all that, it's huge here in the U.S., like, ginormous, okay, and so is Whole30, wildly popular here in the US, feel free to go onto like Pinterest and look up all these foods, right, all these different recipes and stuff like that, which I'm gonna get to here in, in a second, and then I go in there, and uh, yeah, same foods, and I'm like, okay, Davis, duh, you're all in the US, of course, it's gonna be the same food goofball, like you're all in the same country, dude, of course, right, so I go completely opposite direction, I go on the other side of the world, I go to the, and I look at the Mediterranean diet, asked the same super simple, stupid blood sugar question, whipped out a highlighter, sort of highlighting foods. And I'm like, it's the same food. I was like, wait, what? You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, look, I'm not the brightest guy in the world. What if I go all the way back? What if I go all the way back to the diet that gave me my biggest wins, right? Which was keto. Okay. I went back to keto. Took a highlighter, whipped it out, started highlighting foods. And I was like, it's the same food. Huh? Right? I'm like, dude, it's the same bloody food. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, this is kind of weird. Hmm. And I was like, what if I go all the way back? What if I go all the way back to where I... First started, which was the vegan diet, whipped at the highlighter, minus any of the animal products, it was the same food. In fact, when I looked at that food, those were the same exact ingredients that you're going to find out of the vegan Newcastle diet out of the UK to the T. And I was like, what? You know what I mean? I was like... Get out of here. And, um, it was weird because by the time I got to, I think it was like keto, it got so redundant. If I could be super straight with you and here's something, here's some context. Please feel free to do this. Please feel free to do this. I got so, I'm gonna give you three things actually that you can check this out. Um, I got so bored because it was like chicken, 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 spinach, spinach, spinach. I'm like, okay, dude, chicken and spinach. Like you'll find these across the board. I'm like, there's only so many times you can see the same thing. So I'm like, I wonder if how many times these things actually overlap. So I took a whipped out a highlighter um, and I got um just, you know, just a regular highlighter kit. And, um, you know, they go from lightest to darkest. And that's exactly how I started highlighting these foods. If they match one, yellow, two, um, um orange, blue, um, you know, green, like three times, blue, four times. You know, five is I think um like it just went darker and darker, right? Um, and actually in the twenty one day blood sugar challenge, I actually show you like you know a highlighter trick and how to do all this stuff. Anyways, the more that they matched, before I knew it, I had a color coded hierarchy of what all these different diets had in common. And it was funny because I went on a I went on a Facebook. And feel free to do this. Okay, here's the, I'll give you the free version and the paid version. The free version is feel free to go on Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, um, Instagram. um, What's another one? Google, that's a really powerful one. YouTube, that's another really powerful one. And look up all these diets. And here's the key words here. Ignore the, the noise that people are making with their face. If they want to talk, whatever. Just if they want to type, whatever, just ignore it. If they're saying, if they, at the end of the day, they're saying, hey, I, I'm getting these results off my food. And you're like, okay, what's your, you know, what, what food are you eating? Right? Super simple. Let me take a snapshot of your food. And that's exactly what I did. I went to all these different diabetic groups. I just ignored all the noise. In fact, if, you go on a di- uh, if you're in Facebook, go to the side in, in some of these Facebook groups and it says images, just click there. Okay, click there and just start snapshotting food. Oh, I'm doing Mediterranean, snapshot. Oh, I'm doing you no know, like ADA, snapshot. Oh, I'm doing keto, snapshot. I'm doing paleo, snapshot. Whatever it is, just snapshot, snapshots. Just ignore the, the noise that people are making with their face. And here's what ended up happening. I ended up taking so many screenshots and phone shots over the internet. I mean, just on Facebook alone, I was already, I got to the point where I started looking at all the shots and I forgot where the pictures came from. However, when I looked at the ingredients on the plate, just like we look at a grocery list on any diet, it was the same food. And I was like, what? Right. And what it really did is it started to make me look at the characteristics of the food. And that's why I call them the four pillars. OK, so let me give them to you right now. OK. Oh, wait, let me give you a paid version of how you can check this out, too. There are if you have Netflix, um, there are some um, documentaries out there. Right. There's the magic pill, which is the which is the uh, keto one. There's the paleo way. Right. Which is the paleo one. Um, And then when I first started this journey with Netflix, ironically, um, all the all the uh, documentaries, food related documentaries back then were pretty much vegan related um, back in like 2011. And so um, anyways, fast forward through all the movie and when they're like, hey, look at this change, because here's the thing, you're going to see the same pieces in all these movies, you're going to see a before and after story. You're gonna see people injecting some sort of you know um, science in there. You're gonna see a, an emotional part in there. Someone's gonna to want to make you cry. And high five to all of that. Okay, we all have you know stories of redemption. High five, love to all of them. I'm definitely not you know downplaying any of them. Okay, any of them whatsoever. However, the beautiful thing there is after they're all saying I got this results from the food. Fast forward all that stuff. And when they start to show the food, start snapshotting the food. Guess what? of the ingredients are going to be the exact same. On the the paleo one, I guarantee you they're going to have vegetables. They're also going to have proteins. On the keto one, I guarantee you they're going to have vegetables and they're also going to have proteins. On the uh, vegan one, they're going to have vegetables. Guarantee it. I'll bet any amount of money. Okay. Super simple. Okay. And here are the four pillars. When I started to look at the characteristics of these foods, they had four key things. Number one, if we're type 2 diabetic and we don't want to spike our blood sugar, well, let's just start with common sense. What foods don't spike our blood sugar? These are typically going to be low glycemic. Okay, we don't want to eat like fried chicken or like fried rice or fried noodles, right? Like that'll jack us up. We like it, like the taste, but it'll jack us up, right? And so we have to have different variables of that, right? Um, like, um, like they have these different, you know, like mushroom noodles and stuff like that and like cauliflower rice. And, and, uh, if you like ice cream, like I do, um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, uh, like, uh, paleo and even, uh, keto versions of that stuff out there. So you can, we can still stuff our faces like animals and love it and enjoy ourselves and have a good time at the family barbecue. And nobody could tell that we're eating how to, we're eating to control our blood sugar, which I'm going to show you here in a second. Okay. So pillar number one. Low glycemic. However, if you go on to Google and you list a, a food, or you, search, you Google search a list of low glycemic foods, it's going to contain things like oatmeal and apples. Okay, if you've ever tested yourself against oatmeal, um, or if you if you don't want to and you want to go on uh, Facebook, like you're kind of like weary, which you should be, go on to go on to Facebook and Google it. Um, the reason why I say that is there's people in there, there's type 2 diabetics that have tried type 1 diabetic diets where they have you, uh, they have um, oatmeal and it skyrockets their blood sugar, okay? Like a little model rocket, like you don't want that to happen, okay? Um, but hey, if you're down with it, test it. I don't know. You know, everybody's body is a little bit different. But anyways, number one, low glycemic. But because it has things like apples and oatmeal on there, that pillar by itself is not complete, okay? Okay? Also, you overlap that with low carbohydrate, right? Low carbohydrate. Now, am I saying that all carbs are anim- are, are the enemy? No, I am not saying that. I'm de- definitely not saying that. What I am saying is that it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out there's a 90-day difference between a bowl of sugar and a bowl of bustle spouts. Okay? And the only reason why I say that is because when I was doing keto, um, I bought a ketone blood monitor, um, the Abbott Precision Extra. Right. Uh, long story short, I bought the uh, the blood strips. I was buying them in bulk, like 250 strips or whatever. And I was looking for you know the basically the best deal, the best bulk deal. Um, and if you've ever bought the Precision Extra, you'll notice that the actual blood strips are cheaper than the keto strips. Well, on accident, I bought the blood sugar pack, not knowing it was a blood sugar pack. Same meter, just different strip. And I was too lazy to return them. And I figured, oh, okay, whatever, I'll just use these blood strips. And I'll just, you know, buy the ketone ones when I'm done. Long story short, two instances, I, I had like, I made these keto style Brussels sprouts. I only have like eight grams left, um, you know, to hit my macros of the day. And I made these uh, Brussels sprouts that had everything from like garlic butter, Parmesan and crumbled uh, bacon on them. Okay, guess what I did? I stuffed my face. All right, I'm gonna be real here. I'm a regular person, okay? Like, I'm not perfect, okay? Stuffed my face, tested my blood sugar completely normal. And then that's when it dawned on me, like, dude, I'm jumping through a bunch of hoops. As much as I love, you know, keto and the people in there, that instance made it dawn on me that I'm like, I'm jumping through all these hoops to control my blood sugar when I don't have to. It didn't have to be, I didn't didn't have to be that complex. It didn't have to be that hard. Um, and don't get me wrong, if you're, if you find security in that, which I did for a while too, high five, okay, high five. I'm not downplaying that whatsoever. In the same breath, I'd be lying through my teeth and it'd be a total disservice if I told you that keto was the only way, okay? Um, and I only say that because I'm fighting for human lives more than I'm fighting for a diet, okay? I'm fighting for people that have the same metabolic condition that I do, okay? Um, in fact, in a second here, we're using these four pillars. I'm gonna show you how I can eat any diet. And I eat outside and I eat like a regular person and nobody can tell that I'm eating to control my blood sugar. Okay, we're gonna do that here in a second. So pillar number two, carbohydrate, Pillar number three is um, you know, multi-purpose. Okay. Um, multi-purpose. Um actually, no, I'm sorry, that's number four. Number three is gonna be um oh gosh, I just had it. Um, hold on. Pillar number one, low glycemic, low carb. Um, whole, non-GMO, okay, whole foods, non-GMO. If you look at any diet, I don't care if it's, you know, vegan, paleo, whatever, okay. The number one underlying thing that they all have in common is getting away from eating chemicals, dyes, you know, basically just all these uh um, cleaning agents, like whatever they inject into food. If you look at a, if you look at a, a ingredient list of food, and it looks like a scientific, like a co- collegiate science fair of ingredients, right? Like things that you, we can't even read, probably don't want to eat it, right? It doesn't take a, this is stuff that like our grandparents used to tell us, like get away from the preservatives, the chemicals and the additives, you know, and the reason why is very simple. If we go to Google these things and huge shout out to a couple people, number one, um, Ben Greenfield, number two, actually four people, Grim, Ben Greenfield, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Anne Louise Gittleman, I said Greenfield and uh, Abel James. Okay, Abel James of Fat-Burning Man. Um, The reason why is because it's very simple. If we go out and we Google the effects of all these chemicals, okay, that people are, look, and another thing here is if if they have to like inject food, if they've processed food so much that they have to inject like colors just to make it look appetizing enough to sell to us, like that should say something. Right. And so even if we did, even if we ignore that and we just look at all like the chemicals and stuff like that and all these chemicals, additives, preservatives they cause everything from like, you know, excess water retention, excess fat retention, slow down the metabolism. They cause everything from tumors, ulcers and cancers and like rats and stuff like that. Like, look, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I probably don't want to eat that stuff. Right. So whole Non-GMO food, super simple. That's like common sense there. And then number four is going to be high nutrient content, multi-faceted or multi-purpose. Okay, and here's what I mean by that. Okay, super, super simple. It sounds fancy, but it's really not. Here's what I mean. If we go on to Google and we look at like the benefits of like an avocado, not everybody likes avocado. However, if you were to take all the single ingredients along with all the endless combinations that all these different diets have of all these different in, you know ingredients put together it's like this time's 10,000 okay but here's the deal if we go on to google and we look up everything like the benefits of an avocado right so it like you know lowers bad cholesterol um it it um lowers blood sugar it does everything from you know um increase the uptake of fat soluble vitamins it's also high in um uh, fat solu- vi- uh, fat uh, fat soluble vitamins like a e and k Okay, again, it also helps with the uptake of fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K. Okay, um, in the same breath, it has plant fiber, right? Good for, I think it's like the lower uh, lower intestine or maybe even like the gut bacteria, whatever it is, the gut flora. Um, anyway, yeah, okay, phenomenal benefits. And oh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, good for the heart, good for the eyes, good for the brain, good for the skin, okay? Now, nobody ever said that you had to be like anti-meat-eating Nazi to eat guacamole, okay? Like, Common sense, right? Super, super simple. Okay, four pillars. Now, with these four pillars, here's what we can do. Step number two. Okay, number two, the easiest shortcuts ever. Okay, so again, if starting with number one, if anyone says you got to eat this particular diet, pr- be like, all right, cool. Print out that diet. Print out that diet. Go on to Google. Print out a print out a, uh, you know grocery list of that diet, whatever they say it is, and then pick out the next. 5, 10, 15, 20 diets known to mankind and print out all the freaking ingredients there. And then you can literally say, hey, look, 70% of these things overlap. So one day you can eat paleo. The next day you can eat keto. The next day you can eat whatever. And the next thing you know, you're like, hey, it's the same bloody food, dude. You know what I mean? Like anybody can see, even if you just wanted to be like super anal. Okay, cool. Chicken is chicken. Spinach is spinach. What? You know what I mean? Like it's not that hard right? And that's just two ingredients. Like, you're going to see those two ingredients on all of them, okay? Um, You can easily find like, you know, 30, 40, 50 ingredients that match, okay? Depending on how far down that rabbit hole you want to go. And by the time you start putting all those things in different combinations, get out of here. You're free. You know what I mean? You're not trapped in a box anymore. Anyway, using that idea, we can now go on to step number two, which is start with foods that you already love that work well with your blood sugar. Look, this dawned on me when at the time, like 80 to like 90% of my foods came from fast food places. Okay? I came from takeout Okay, because I work a lot. And at the time, I was like, look, if I'm going to set this thing on its head, I don't want to do another diet. I just don't want to put myself in that box. I just did. If I could be honest, I just wanted to be myself. And if somebody said, hey, Davis, you have to convince yourself that you're going to eat the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day for the rest of your life again. After I was like the, the, you know, the token diet failure since I was nine, I was like the token fat kid since I was a kid. You know, I only turned myself around like last, you know, a few years ago. Okay. So if you're like, yeah, D, you got to play this game that you've been playing since you were a kid that you always failed at. No, I didn't want to do that. So I started with all the foods that I already loved. And here's what I was doing at the time. Um, burgers, um, you know, Mexican food and Chinese food. Now, a lot of times whenever I show those people like, yeah, right. You're going to lose weight and control your blood sugar with Chinese food. Yes. I'm gonna show you how. Okay. Super simple. Okay. So anyways, I start with a given one, you know, protein burgers, right? Went to the hole in the wall burger joint. Um, I used to get, you know, a bunch of burger stuff. I still do to this day, right? If you want to see these blood sugar numbers in action while I'm eating cheeseburgers, total normal blood sugars through and through. And I show you that for free anyway. Um. Yeah. Protein burger. Right. At the same time, um, there used to be a fat burger by my house. All I'd have to do is, number one, scrap the bun, scrap the, uh, you know, scrap the uh, ketchup. Obviously, I love that stuff. But let's do a little bit of math here. OK, if I look, that's two things I got to get rid of. If I looked at the if I looked at the uh, the menu of all the different options that I can add. OK, let's go over that real quick right? Um, give me another piece of cheese. Give me another patty. Um, give me full fat ranch dressing. Give me blue cheese crumbles. Give me bacon. Give me guacamole. Give me um, an egg, right? It's fat Give me another egg. Give me one of the deli meats, okay? Um, give me like the spicy mustard. Give me, I don't know, give me, um, give me a combination of cheeses, right? Like whatever, right? Um, what is that? Like eight or nine? I got rid of two and I got eight or nine. Like, yeah, we're winning all day long. Easy win, no big deal, okay? Same thing at the whole New Mexican place. Love the burritos, okay? Love the burritos, it's still to this day. However, the beans and the rice are gonna jack up the blood sugar, right? Cool. At the same time, the one that I would go to had these like crazy street tacos, okay? Tortillas, Frisbee, those. What can I put in this place? Cool. Extra cheese, extra guacamole, you know, um, extra crema, right? That looks like really like dirty keto, which it kind of is, you know? At the same breath, like I'm stuffing my face, like I'm at the county fair, all right. Like no one's stopping me and I'm still going to com- have completely normal blood sugars. Nobody could tell that I'm eating to control my blood sugar. Okay. Now the challenge for me at the time that I thought was a challenge I actually started at the Chinese food place. Okay. went a Chinese food place and I'm in line and they have the little steam trays, right? I'm looking down and like, um, they're looking at me like, there's a huge line, right? They're looking at me like, all right, dude, like you got to order something. I'm looking at the steam tray. I'm like, dude, there's nothing I can have clearly, Right. So I didn't know what to say. And I go to this. I've been going to this place forever since my wife and I moved out of my parents' house. And um, so I'm like, look, she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, um, um, and I just didn't know what to say. So I just told her, to, you know, just laid it all out there. I'm like, well, I'm a type two diabetic and I can't have I can't have the you know, I can't have the starches. I can't have the fillers. I can't have the rice. I can't have the sugar. And, you know, again, like the starch that you guys put in the sauces, I can't do that. And She's like, yeah, it's not a problem. But, well, what can you have? I'm like, yeah, I can have, you know, I can have uh, you know, chicken, fish, beef. Um, I can have vegetables and stuff like that. Next thing you know, okay, next thing you know, the owner comes out of the back and he's like, oh yeah, no problem. Um, Here, let me make you something, right? Makes me these one-off dishes, okay? One-off dishes, right? Next thing you know, he comes out. And he shows me what he made me. People online are like, yo, I want what that dude's having, okay? Because number one, it was 100% fresh. It was made just for me. It wasn't sitting under a crazy bloody heat lamp for only God knows how long. And because it was made fresh to order, the flavors, my friend, were through the roof, okay? Um. Here's the best part, okay? Here's the best part. Um. When I first did that, the more that I I fell in love with it right off the bat, and this is actually how I not only controlled my blood sugar, but lost a bunch of weight without even trying. Okay. This is an awesome little bonus love for you. Um, I, I was eating all this stuff all the time and it costed like a couple bucks more, two, three bucks at more at the max compared to the two, uh, two and three item entrees I would get. Um, usually I'd get a two entree, two item entree. Um, and here's what ended up happening. If you have a free app, here's one I'll give you right now, which is um, it's My Fitness Pal. Yeah, My Fitness Pal, and you can actually look up foods. Okay, I used to get the everything chow mein. Okay, and I went home. I was looking at the app because normally I get the everything chow mein. I get two. I get double servings of that. And the Chinese food place that I go to, it's like a contest on who can stack more food in the little plastic thing a lot of times they'd even have to tape it shut just for it to stay clo- like halfway closed okay like that's how packed it was if you open the lid all the food would be compacted in the shape of the of the container okay anyway um, I whipped out the app and it's like wow like you know th- a third of a cup is like 500 calories right because it's the the, uh, the chow mein it's all grease it's all noodles and then you got all, you know all the other fried crap on top of it right like uh like the fried uh the fried chicken and the fried beef and the fried um uh, shrimp and stuff like that and the fried pork and you're like dang you know and i whipped out a—I I was curious and i whipped out a measuring cup feel free to do that okay um and even if you don't have a measuring cup look one up the next time you're at the store and you're like Dude, that little thing compared to how much they packed in there. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. By him making me food that everybody was jealous of, I was cutting on average anywhere from 750 to 1500 calories per meal. Per meal. Okay. To put that in the context. Okay. um, This is when I was a lot bigger um, I was, this is when I first got into like jogging and like, you know, uh, like little mini runs and stuff like that. I would jog for an hour and burn about 1400 calories and I'd have to cover somewhere around like five miles. Five miles of running to burn 1400 calories versus giving the guy two or three extra dollars extra and eating super fresh, nutritious food that everyone else was jealous of. And having the same caloric effect on my on my net day average or on my my total day my total day net uh, numbers, right? Like, t- yeah, dude, two bucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was dropping weight like crazy. And you might be thinking, Davis, I don't want to have that conversation with the guy or whatever. And that's just weird. No problem. I'll give it to you in one sentence. Okay, wonton soup. You know, extra protein, no wontons. There you go. Okay. Drop the mic. Just say that to the person. Bingo. You're gonna walk away full, full of protein, full of nutrients, dude. If you go to these places, because let's be real here, soup stock. All they're doing is throwing bones from like the freaking chicken that they made, and like the you know the the, the scraps from like the from the uh, from the carrots and the celery or whatever. They just throw it in a pot and boil it with water. You know what I mean? Like they have that stuff anyway. Um, you know, obviously some of the uh, some of the off. Places will replace that with like powder, but just go to a different place. You know, any place that's halfway proud of the food that they serve is happy to throw that in everybody's face. Not only is it cheaper, not only does it taste way better, um, but yeah, it um, it also takes a little more work. Um, But a lot of places, if they have a long line um, and people are like, you know, waiting to get in there, that's usually a good sign of a good place. Right. That's usually a common denominator. All right. So anyway, start with foods that you already love that work well with your blood sugar. All right. Awesome. 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 All right. That was priceless. Okay. I wish somebody gave me that one idea back when I first started. Okay. Anyway. Thing number three, uh, the easiest shortcut number three is use that as a foundation of foods. Okay. Use that. As a foundation of foods, okay? If you took me back to square one, instead of saying, Davis, you got to do vegan, you got to do paleo, you got to do, you know, diet, 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 um, and you were just like, give me this one idea, Davis, let's go have some Chinese food, done. Davis, you want to go grab a burger? Done. Davis, you want to go to the, the Chinese place? Done. Okay. Done. No worries. Like, that's not hard work whatsoever. I'll eat that. I was going to eat that anyway. Okay. Use that to build yourself a foundation. Okay. That's one of the hugest keys to freedom ever. Okay. Um, And then, once you have that foundation of food, now there goes the pressure of having to put yourself in a weird box. Right? Right? Then number four is that when you realize that these foundational foods and the ingredients, right? If you do the highlighter trick, if you watch the, the uh, you know, the documentaries, if you go on YouTube, Pinterest, Google, Facebook, whatever, and people start talking about how cool their diet is, right? Whether they're talking about macros or total, because um, here's the thing, macros, um, you know, there's, there's total carb, net carb. Um, looking at numbers really helped me. We're going to get into that here in a second. Um, and then also because there's different variations of it, right? There's total carb, there's net carb. And if you ever bought um, Dr. Bernstein's Guide to Normal Blood Sugars, um, he doesn't do it by macros per se. He does it just by uh, total carb count. And he does it with 6-12-12, uh, right? 30 total grams of carb per day, um, 6 in the morning, 12 for lunch, 12 for dinner. For me personally, I've actually inverted that and it works better for me. But anyways, at the end of the day, you know, numbers in, numbers out. That's a really easy way of of looking at things, you know, not always 100% perfect, but it's definitely an easy cookie cutter place to start, right? But if you don't want to do that and you want to make it as super simple as possible, or if that is too much work for now, it's don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of numbers. Um, just depends on where your tolerance is, where you're at in your journey and what makes you happy, right? We all have different layers to the onion, Right. So when we, number four, when we realize, okay, when we realize that these foundation foods are everywhere, okay, everywhere, like we just covered Chinese food, we just covered the drive-thru takeout burger place, we just covered, you know, the Mexican food place, that's everywhere, that's our kitchen, that's Thai, that's American, that's like, You know, what we can get when we're shopping on average anyway and bringing home, right? Like when we go out to eat, now that you understand like how I do that, people cannot tell that I'm eating to control my blood sugar. And depending on how I feel, sometimes I want to eat more. Sometimes I want to eat less. I go with the flow, dude. If I want to, if we go to a place where, you know, um, I haven't had in a while, um, where I just want to eat like I'm at the county fair, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go crazy. If you haven't seen my, I think the on the 21 day or on the YouTube channel, um, I I give you an example of that. I went to Korean barbecue and I can pretty much out eat anybody at Korean barbecue, total normal blood sugar through and through 100% drug free. I give you my pre number, my one hour, my two hour, no problem. Okay. Stuff my face data log. The entire thing actually, um, um, if you want to watch the unedited version, I actually have it on the uh on my YouTube thing where you can literally just watch me stuff my face in real time. Just eat, eat, cook, cook, eat, 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 cook, 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 eat, 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 cook, 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 eat, 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 cook, 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 like just over and, over and over and over and over and over, and you'll see that in action. Okay? Um, you can apply that anywhere. Okay. Um, or that can be applied anywhere, I should say. Um Number five. Whenever you're in doubt, use what I call the three-step A1C shortcut. Okay, the three-step A1C shortcut, and the um, I didn't. This is not something that I came up with. This is actually the credit for this goes to uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Bernstein. Okay, which is checking yourself. The easiest version of it, if you will. Okay, because um, I believe the original version is check yourself before your first bite. One hour. Um, one hour later, another hour after that, after that, OK, that little three step shortcut. OK, that's why I call it three step shortcut, uh, because that those three numbers, that little three point turn. OK, you can apply that to any diet. I don't care what diet it is. You know, if somebody would have told me that when I first went vegan, I wouldn't have forced myself to be hungry all the time. Okay, I wouldn't have for if somebody would have told me that when I was doing zero carb and my blood sugar blew up then, if I would have had the first time I did that with pork, I could have on day one, on day one, I could have had breakfast and before lunch on day one, I could have found out that it was blowing up in my face right then and there. I'd have to force myself doing all this crap for 90 days just to find out later, just to look at the same thing my doc, my, blood, my, my doctor was going to look at anyway. Right? Because they're going to look at our blood sugar number, numbers anyway. Right? <coughs> and I say that because for the longest time, I used to think that... <coughs> pardon me here. I used to think that my blood sugar numbers were a pass and fail thing. That my blood sugar numbers were a pass and fail thing. When... You know what was really happening? When I would eat food and tip myself, that was basically like my body saying, hey, this is what's happening. Here's what I ate. Here's what's happening, right? Like pretty simple, right? Like here's what, here's what I put in my mouth and here's what the numbers are, right? And what it really did was allow me to address what no diet ever has us address, which are things like, what are our body's actual tolerances, Right. So like if you've ever. So I used to spend hours to my waking hours reading everything from case to case studies, journal uh, journals, scientific research. If you want actual portals to this stuff, I'll give you a couple of them right now. PLOS, the Public Library of Science and the NIH, the National Institutes of Health uh, Public Library. Um, um, ho- I think it's the U.S. National Public um, U.S. National Library of Medicine hosted by the NIH was the National Institutes of Health. In there, if you, it's almost like a Google, uh, if you want actual the link to it, I have it in you, my YouTube videos. I think I might actually also have the 21 day challenge because um, I want I everyone really to be able to have that. It's priceless. Um, You can literally look up case studies from around the world. So if you're following some diet guru guy and he's like, hey, you know, the Cambridge, you know, research case study, you can actually like look up that actual case study. And I'll tell you right now, the the gold in those things is in the conclusion section, in the actual body and in the conclusion, because depending on who's writing it, the writing style and what they're trying to convey. A lot of times you're going to see gold in there that. A lot of these other you know, diet folks aren't talking about things like if they had to start all over again, what changes would they make? What were the what were the, the, the trials and the failures that they experienced throughout the, um, you know, throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the process um, if you're trying a particular diet? Um, what were the foods that they ate? Sometimes they'll actually share the actual food journals. Sometimes inside of there, they're actually sh- going to show you the uh, the blood numbers, uh, you know, Pulse Ox numbers, all this crazy nerd stuff. So if you really want to like see it for what you'll see, you know, like get all kinds of gold that a lot of people will never, ever see. Those two places are huge resources. Anyways, three-step A1C shortcut, okay? Tip ourselves, um, you know, before we take our first bite, one hour after, one hour after that, that simple three point turn. Basically, what I was saying is, is any of these case studies, what did they say about your DNA? What does it say about the foods you were raised with? What does it say about the tolerances, your body's tolerances to certain foods, how they change over time, right? What I mean by that is like, look, I'm, um, I'm like, I'm in my 40s, okay? In my 20s, sure, when I was in college, I could probably drink like a fish, okay? Now in my 40s, I don't drink at all. Like I don't, you know, not that it's like, it's a, it's a bad thing or whatever. It's just not my thing. And so if somebody were to hand me like a cork, like every, the closest I'll ever get to drinking is I'll buy my mother-in-law every so often, like a bottle of wine. If I sniff the cork, I'm like a sheet to the wind. Okay. And yeah. So our bodies change over time. Like my parents, their health has gone two different directions. Okay. My dad's diabetic. My mom was pre-diabetic. My dad ended up eating a bunch of protein and lifting weights He's the healthiest he's ever been in his entire life. My mom went the opposite direction, eats a bunch of vegetables. does a lot of walking. She's the healthiest either. What am I going to do? Slap both of them and tell them they're both wrong or this one's right and that one's no, it's stupid, right? Like they're, they're happy, right? They're happy and they found what works for them, right? And that's really what the shortcut is, okay? Because if you're reading these case studies, what does it ever say about your tolerances, your DNA, what's ultimately going to keep you happy, what your preferences are, your personal preferences are to food. If you're anything like me, absolutely nothing. All right. So I would literally take my tip myself before my first, you know, for my first bite, one hour after one hour after that. And I would have this three point curve, a little three point turn. And there's basically only three things that we can do. Okay. To to actually like manage that, to make it super simple. ABC, one, two, three. Here's what they are. Okay, number one, we can always chuck it, right? So for example, if I have to take a Tootsie Pop, stick it in my mouth, the blood sugar from the Tootsie Pop skyrockets, pardon me there, my blood sugar, then, okay, chuck it. Okay, like not my favorite thing to do, but sometimes as a type two diabetic, these are just the cards that were dealt. Okay, chuck it. Okay, number two is to break it down. Okay, or swap it. okay. Break it down or swap it. Here's what I mean. Let's say we go burger, the uh, the burger joint was the perfect example. Okay, can't have the bun. Okay, can't have the ketchup. Right. Break it down so I can't have those two. Okay, and then number three is obviously swap. What can I swap in its place? Right. Again, we get rid of the bun. We get rid of the ketchup. What can I now put in its place? All right. Cool. Give me another. You know, give me another patty. Give me cheese. Full fat ranch dressing. Blue cheese crumble. Bacon guacamole, um, you know, give me one of the spicy mustards, whatever, okay, oh, you guys have hot sauce aioli, oh, awesome, bingo, okay, like, I didn't even say that before, so I think before we we left off at, like, eight or nine, I think nine, and then, you know, the hot, the aioli or whatever, and I'm just pulling that out of thin air, like, if we actually read the menu, there's probably more, okay, so we get rid of two, we have, like, nine or ten in its place, no worries, okay, no worries. Worries. And here's the other thing that I want to give you as a bonus thing. Looking back at the whole vegan versus the low carb or the keto and zero carb thing. Here's basically the easiest way that I can, I have found the dichotomy between the two. And this didn't dawn on me until my father-in-law. I love my father-in-law. He's a type 2 diabetic stage 4 cancer survivor. Okay, his name is Herman and we call him the Brooklyn Badass because he's one of those dudes where he does not give a dang what you tell him he's going to eat. You know, when they say that sugar is an addiction, that's real. That is real. Um, It fires. Obviously, we know scientifically it fires that part of the dopamine center of the brain and it's very addictive. It's very addictive. And unfortunately, he's addicted to it. And ironically, I say this because I sincerely believe that cancer had actually saved his life, even though he's a stage four cancer survivor and huge shouts out to anybody who's ever had family that has ever gone through that fight down that path where they made it or they not. They didn't make it. Um, let me tell you right now, please, like my heart is 100 percent with you. OK, that my beloved friend is a real fight, like type two diabetes. At least we can just get in there and, you know, Molly it or whatever. But cancer, that's 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 a different beast. Okay, and the reason why I say that is because if you can, if for the people that go to stage four and they're by the grace of God able to to survive, you usually come out not the same. Something inside of you changes. And for him, it was his appetite. He lost his appetite. Um, This didn't dawn on us until one day he was sitting in front of his. We were hanging out at his place one day. And his, in his armchair, he literally just has a, a stalk of candy. Okay, myconites and, and uh, uh, the gumballs and um, Lifesavers, the, the big ones, the mint flavor. Okay, remember the, take a bite in the dark, it makes a spark, remember that? The big ones. Anyway, um, he just eats that all day. And when it came to dinner, he didn't eat anything all day except for candy. When it came to dinner... We all get Mexican food, and we all order food, and everybody give, divvies up their food. And then he gets this little street taco. Now, there's two sizes, typically, of street taco. If you old, hold old, open your hand and you look at it, there's the one that goes from the base of your palm, like basically from your wrist to the top of your, your middle finger, okay? Like that's one kind. The other kind is like the one that's basically the size of your palm, where it's like two bites and that's it. And that's all he got. And we're about, you know, we're like we're taking our first bites and we look over at him and he's just sitting there staring at this piece of foil with a taco in it. And we're like, pops, is that all you got? Like, dude, is the, is the order wrong? We're like looking for the piece of paper, right? We're like, dude, what the heck happened? And he's like, no, 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 this is all I want. And we're like, no, you didn't eat. And And yeah, that's when it dawned on us. Like he, he cancer, that's how cancer changed him. He lost, he was morbidly obese, lost a bunch of weight. And what I'm saying here is that he's a type 2 diabetic, eats candy all day, and he has a normal A1C. And I'm like, how, how is that even possible? But then I looked that day, it dawned on me. I'm like, that taco's, what, a couple hundred calories? Like, the, you know, the um, the candy that he ate all day, there's not a lot of calories in that stuff. And then that's when it reminded me of What you see on the vegan side. So if you look up the Newcastle diet from the UK, six to 800 calories of non-starchy vegetables. Okay, now granted, it's not not, not, not non-starchy vegetables. And if I had a choice between candy and vegetables, I'm going to eat my vegetables, right? Obviously. Um, However, does it have to be that? Clearly, he'll look you in the face and say no. He's walking proof. Um now again do I advocate eating candy and stuff like that? No. Okay? He's he he was a former aerospace executive. Okay? He was extremely witty, so fast with his brain. He was the kind of guy who would talk trash. He would snap on you so hard that you you hated him, but you couldn't help but laugh and you made him love made made you love him. It was part of his charm. Is that you almost had to get to a point where you hated him. Um, because he would—he was just so funny and he would snap on you so hard. And that's lost. Um, and it's also why when you see fruitarian, right? Um, and they're saying, hey, you can eat a million carbs and, you know, I have normal blood sugar or whatever. Or, you know, in the sixes or whatever is a type one, which is a totally different, you know, totally different thing. Relative, however, the challenges are totally different. Um, you know, and much love and respect to my type one brothers and sisters out there. I try to learn it from everybody, you know? Um, yeah. You know that that's why you're going to see caloric restriction. Okay. Calorie restriction on the vegan side, because sure, you can have higher glycemic foods but if your body burns like two thousand calories, and I'm going to blow this out of proportion, but if your body body eats or body burns on average two thousand, and you eat one thousand, it doesn't matter what kind of fuel you're going to put in there. You're burning way past it. I call that the afterburn, right? Like you're going to burn so far past that fuel, it doesn't matter what you throw in the furnace, okay? Because you're in those lows. Right? you're gonna burn so far past it that those lows are gonna even out that average right remember, remember that like the average and so on the other side of that scale you know um you know zero carb um, or now they call it carnivore I'm kind of dating myself saying zero carb because that's when I tried it back when they called it zero carb um and even keto right I mean if somebody gave me half a bottle of olive oil and they drank it my blood sugar ain't going to go anywhere. Like, this is going to stay flat. Now, does it mean that I need to have like 4,000 calories of fat? Probably not. If I could be honest, real transparent here. When I did the whole keto thing, obviously some people crush. Not everybody does, right? We all know the whole rule of numbers when we were in high school, right? Um, Yeah, for me, I plateaued for like almost that two and a half, three years. Uh, my biggest transformation actually came when I was doing paleo as far as um, you know, dropping uh, body fat. So anyway, if you can go take me back to square one, those would be the five easiest shortcuts ever that I absolutely wish that somebody would have given me the second I walked out of the doctor's office. Um, it would have eliminated years of. A lot of heartache and pain, a lot of uh, you know, ter- like you know, just trial and error. I'll be honest, though, I wouldn't change it for the world. I think some of the running into the walls and learning things the hard way are a huge part of what makes us, you know, who we are today. You know, um, and the same breath, um, I don't wish anyone any of the pain that do, that that can come with beating yourself up um, if that's not your thing. Sometimes that can be an inspiration. Sometimes out of the out of the darkness does come light you know 100% but in the same breath um if you're anything like me who's ever had an irrational and emotional attachment with food um that's not always that's not always That's not always a good thing you know so anyways if you hang out, hung out with me this far i love you my heart's with you um check out the 21 day transformation challenge lifeovertype2.com/21days um i do have a program in there um it's uh, it's 37 bucks. Um, nobody's getting rich off 37 bucks. I'll be straight with you in the fact that uh, I give all this kind of content away for free. 37 bucks really just kind of helps me keep up the um, the podcast, the site and helps me push things um, you know, in a different way. So um, I love you. Thank you. Have an awesome day and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Later.